Okay, so it's in the morning, I'm on the road, and I'm late. pretty much what happened so this whole week I had been waking up at 4 a.m. 4 30 5 a.m. 5 30 waking up even though I didn't want to wake up I would wake up and normally what I would do is wake up you know look very groggy at the phone and at the time and my alarm and roll over and go back to sleep but today um, I set my alarm for those times and I did not wake up at all. I woke up and I saw I had four missed alarms. So the alarms went off, I didn't hear anything, and I woke up late. Today is important because today is the Sean West Conference in Austin. And I was going to wake up early so I can drive to be there, but I woke up late. So yeah, here I am, late, and uh, driving to get there. So I made an investment to be at this conference uh, quite some time ago. Uh, it was no small portion, because I wanted to invest in my business, and uh, I want to be there. So I'm there. Uh, hopefully, I can shave time, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. What's up, all my freelancers and creatives? And as you saw in the intro, um, I was driving from Houston to Austin for the Sean West Conference. This was the first conference of its kind. Sean West is an online community and it teaches you how to build a business online. Not only that, but just build a business in general and it teaches you things uh, about freelancing, about professionalism, about goal setting. So, you know, they're really just becoming one of the places to learn uh, how to build a business online and how to grow that business. I am a part of that online community and for the first time ever they wanted to host a conference. So some time ago I signed up and I was ready to go. I wanted to share what I learned and the value that I received with you all so that you can get inspired and also know that you need to start pressing towards your goals and that you can actually do it. The first speaker up was Sean Blanc and now I was familiar with Sean Blanc already. He has something called the focus course and it's an online course really teaching you how to um, focus and get things done. I know me, I am guilty of multitasking almost all of the time. I'm always doing two things at once. I'm always on a computer and doing something else. So Sean is the perfect person to talk about focus. Now as you saw in the video, um, I was late and I was very upset by this uh, because on the way to Austin from Houston only takes about two and a half hours. There were a lot of slowdowns and construction and things of that nature. So I actually missed Sean Blanc's talk. However, I was able to talk to people at the conference and actually meet Sean, but I was able to talk to people and ask them, you know, what was some of what Sean said? And some of the biggest things he said was to show up every day and make a commitment to do something. So from that, you know, I gleaned that you know, when you are trying to get something done, it's not good to have too many things going on because you need to focus. But not only that, you know, take incremental steps to get to where you need to be and just be consistent in showing up every day. If you continue to show up every day as time goes by, you will get closer and closer to your goal 
Instead of thinking that, okay, I need a focus block of time of five hours to get things done, that's not really the right perspective to look at things. I know for me, I almost never have a five hour focus block of time. It's always 30 minutes here, a little bit here, a couple of days here. So if you just show up every day, you'll inch closer towards that goal instead of you know trying to look for a big block. So in other words, little focused amount of time adds up. The next speaker up was Katie Hunt. I was already familiar with her work. Uh, Katie Hunt has Trade Show Bootcamp online, and pretty much she shared her story of how she first went to a trade show, and she really wished that there was some type of guide or some type of online resource that really let her know how to prepare for a trade show and how to get ready for one, what products to bring, what to expect. She was wondering you know, where she could find this information. So throughout time, she talked to different people, learned, and she created the very resource that she wanted. Her talk was focused on community and the biggest takeaway I have from the words she said was, you cannot be a part of every community. You have to choose where you spend your time wisely. This means you need to find the right tribe of people or people who are the right mindset that you have to really get towards your goal. And it may change, you know, perhaps in the beginning you join a community, you form relationships, but it's about you know the beginning stages of a certain topic. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, and it served its purpose for a time. But you may have to spend less time and or leave the community altogether to find something that better fits your current interest. You know, these groups can be Facebook groups. These things can be meetups that you find on Meetup.com. This can be a conference that you go to. This can be professional organizations. But there's many places you can go to find a tribe of people that have the same interest as you. Also, don't think that you have to go to a meeting that is specific to your industry. Perhaps you go to one that is just related, right? Um, I'll give an example. If you're a web designer and you wanna really help real estate agents and homeowners, then perhaps you go to meetings and meetups that are focused around realtors. So. Don't be afraid to look outside your industry because you still may find a specific tribe of people that are going towards where you want to be and you can be a part of that and offer services to them. The next talk was Kyle Adams and Kyle Adams is known as the icon design guy. Uh, you know, he's very good at creating different icons that are unique and really he creates everything from scratch. And it was really good just to hear him talk and see him in person. Uh, his focus was how to position yourself as an expert. Kyle's talk was all focused around positioning yourself as an expert, and that included two things. You know, one thing was curate what you're projecting, and the other thing is teaching what you know. Kyle shared a story that I hadn't heard before that he actually, you know, started a business and was trying to cultivate it, and in his mind, it failed. It didn't go well. And from there, he really still had a desire to do icon design, but he had never heard of it before. He's heard of illustrators and different things of that nature, graphic designers, but very rarely did he hear people say, I only do icons. Since this was a desire of his, he continually only shared icons that he was working on, even though he was doing other work. So he started continually saying these things online and just showing his work as an icon designer and writing different blog posts. And he just kept doing this to the sum of a hundred blog posts and posting on Instagram and Twitter, 
only about icon design. After some time went by, sure enough, people started referring to him as the icon design guy. So what he really wanted worked, but it took time, it took effort, and he had to continually show and communicate to people, this is what I do, this is what I do, here is my work. That spoke volumes to me because many people come to me for many reasons. Hey Nathan, I know you do web design, but can you help me on fill in the blank? And so that shows that they respect me and they know I'm versatile. However, is that what I wanna focus on? Do I wanna be known as a guy who can do everything? Um, you know, my goal would be to be known for one thing. At maximum, two things, but really one main thing. And if I'm really gonna do that, I have to continue to project that so that people can get the point. One of my favorite talks of the conference was uh, Charlie, Charlie Prangley, I hope I pronounced that right. But Charlie has a YouTube channel and I've followed her for some time. Uh, Charlie and I both joined the Sean West community around the same time. So it was good just to see her and talk to her on a weekly basis in the community. But now she was a speaker at this conference. As I mentioned in my last video, it's been one year since I've been consistently making videos on YouTube. You know, Charlie also has consistently made videos, but she's done so for the course of about three years. And she also releases more content than I do. She releases about two videos a week and sometimes a bonus video as well. So she does a lot of video work, so I was really amped to hear what she had to say. She talked about producing high quality videos on a consistent schedule. So really this included about three things. Creating a schedule and sticking to it, uh, quality of those videos, and coming up with topics. All those were relevant to me and I was shocked at the amount of people in the room who were all creatives and working professionals in their specific fields who did not make video content. So that goes to show there is an opportunity to create videos that other people are not necessarily using. I know when you go on YouTube, you see tons of people, tons of videos. I know I always read new articles about some YouTuber making whatever amount of money, but when you really look at the whole creative professional circle, the people making YouTube videos on a consistent basis, pretty small. So the takeaway that I got from Charlie's talk really was, you know, be consistent. Um, not only that, but don't make any excuses. Um, you can make videos. You don't need all the fancy equipment. If your videos are specifically, you know, you on a phone and you just make videos on your phone, you give tips, then there's nothing wrong with that. You can definitely do that. You can definitely pull that off. Uh, just use where you're at, use, use where your budget is. So maybe you don't need a fancy DSLR camera. Maybe you don't need the one that is $1,000. Go for the one that is $300 or the one that's slightly used for $200. Just start somewhere and begin making content because it's the other avenue to get clients and also project yourself as a professional. This was another great talk at the conference from uh, a French hand lettering artist named Sarah. Sarah Dayon. Now, I think I pronounced that right. If not, yeah, please forgive me. Sarah talked about professionalism and honestly, it was a kick in the pants for me to remember that I need to be professional at all times, not some of the time. A quote from her talk that stays with me is, you're not a professional because you do a great job. You're a professional because you take responsibility. Some things that she said to ruffle feathers was one, she talked about how she does not offer revisions. So she'll talk with a client, work with them, develop a process, and then she shares 
everything that about that process, how she came about making decisions. And she says, this is the final product. So she tries not to, if at ever, offer any type of revisions. This is definitely hard for me as a web designer because somebody is always going to want to change something because they haven't seen it. But it did give me the idea to say, you know, I am the professional. I do have the research. I have put everything together with logical reasons in mind. So when I present that to a client, I need to explain every design decision. And if they do want to see something change, I need to let the client prove to me how that is going to get them closer to their goal. You know, some people say things, hey, you know, I like that button, but I wish it was purple. Changing the color of a button, how did that get you closer to your goal? Don't worry about that. But if it's something that is alarming or something that needs to be changed, or maybe I made a graphic with some words in it for the website and something's misspelled, sure, I can take that. I need to take responsibility and I need to change that. But overall, I need to set the tone for the revision cycle. So it was a great talk. Sarah projects that very same professionalism that she talked about. And you know, another thing that just stayed with me is when she said, you don't work for your client, you work for your client's customer. So really she's just communicating that you're studying the end result of what your client wants, not necessarily all of your client's needs and opinions. So that was a great talk from Sarah on professionalism and I need to do a better job at that. The next talk came from Nathan Berry or the other Nathan. You know, I was really hyped to hear his talk. Uh, Nathan wrote a book some time ago that I read and it really inspired me and showed me that, you know, I have more value than I think I do and I needed to start asserting myself as an expert and as authority. Um, in my other podcast, Road to Launch, I talk about that and I talked about Nathan's book. So it was really awesome to meet him in person and just hear what he had to say. Nathan was supposed to talk about email marketing, but he switched up his whole talk so that he could focus on something that was more valuable to the audience. Nathan talked about the guide of how to take a product or service from 10K to 100K. And in this, he shared a lot of things. He shared the fact that there were many people that he sought advice from that was where he wanted to be and they told him exactly what he wanted to do. So that just encouraged joining a mastermind group or joining a group of people who can critically give you advice on your business, that is the best thing. You know, he shared his pricing strategies and how he networked with key individuals. So really for me, the talk of everything that Nathan said, it really showed me that if you're serious about building a business, you cannot do it alone. There are some key people that you need to get advice from, that you need to watch what they're doing and observe them, and you really need some insight that you can't really see because when you spend a lot of time working in the business, it's very hard to take a step back and work on your business. So since that's the case, you need someone to just critically give you advice that's not married to the idea like you are. So really a quick summary to everything he said, focus on what you do best, surround yourself with great people and you know continue to generate content around your idea because that's the only way people are going to know. You're going to have to write about it. You're going to have to feel comfortable talking about it. You're going to have to feel comfortable in explaining the value of what you're building. So if that's a product, you, know, you need to be able to be comfortable with explaining the benefits of the product. If your service is yourself and your skills, you need to be comfortable in showing and telling 
how you create that value. So great talk from Nathan. The next talk up was Ben Tolson. Uh, it was awesome to hear him in person. Ben is the co-host of the Sean West podcast. So I listen to him every week. So to hear him in person was a great thing. Uh, ben is a family man and uh, he's the father of six boys. Not only that, but Ben also is a freelance professional as well. So he talked about, you know, balancing family life with creative pursuits. But even more than that, a lot of his talk was about goal setting. And I really like his talk because a lot of times when you hear goal setting, it's about getting to a specific point. But his goal setting was more around being complete and more around being well-rounded. So your goals don't only need to be focused on your business. Your goals need to make your overall life better as well as the life of your family members. So it was a different type of mindset and it was great to hear that from Ben because I know on a weekly if not daily basis he wrestles with his ideas and trying to accomplish them but he still has to be dedicated to his family. So it was great to hear that from someone who is in the thick of it and someone who is practicing it as well. The goals just weren't focused on business and tech. The goals were focused on some of his personal goals in life or making enough money so he can give half of his income away or even you know, working out more, getting down to his target high school weight. So it just goes to show that a lot of us make goals and they're business focused, but our business is just one dimension of our lives. There are so many other things our lives encompass. We need to set goals in those areas too so we can be a well-rounded person that is ready to pursue their creative pursuit but will overall make their life better. And finally, the last talk was from Sean McCabe. Uh, he brought it home like a great anchor leg on a four by one relay. Sean's talk was focused on thinking bigger. You know, think bigger than where you're at and what you're doing. He had many good things about his talk, but I know one thing that stayed with me is if you're being shy, that means you don't feel comfortable in sharing or talking about yourself because you feel embarrassed or you feel scared or fearful. But if what you're building and what you're creating is so important that it's going to make the lives of people better, they need to hear about it. They need to know because please believe there are people out there selling their products, their business, and their services, and they're not the best fit for people, but they're talking about it. So you need to be comfortable with not being shy and sharing and talking about what you do and how you provide value. You know, Sean has a real large and expansive vision for the future of his brand. So Sean West will grow uh, to become more than what it is now. So it grew from just a blog to a podcast, to an online learning network, to a community, to a conference, and it's going to continue to grow and get bigger in the future. So it was really good just to hear him publicly say uh, what his thoughts are and what his goals are and what he hopes for the future of the brand. So it's a good thing. Uh, I am glad that I'm a part of that vision as well. But not only that, he also shared just some other things specifically about, you know, the world is still growing and more people are getting access to the internet every day. So if you have feelings that you're not going to be able to fit or somebody's already doing your idea of what you're hoping to do, don't worry about that. There is enough people in this world who have not heard of you for you to start your thing today. So if you're really going to think bigger, as Sean said, 
you know, you got to know three things. You got to know that right now you're unknown. People don't know about you and your brand. You got to know that you're not taking action. So if you really want to get to this big expansive vision and of the future, you got to work at it. And the current pace you're probably at is not going to get you there. And I know that's true for myself. There are so many things and ideas that I want to do, but my everyday action doesn't reflect where I'm trying to get. It's like telling yourself, you know, I want to lose 30 pounds, but you continue to eat fast food every day. It's not going to get you where you want to go. Also, your mission is not big enough. So if you really want to get to where you're going to be, think bigger. So just if everything went perfect, what would you do and how would things go? Make that a reality. Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. Um, as always, there are show notes for this particular episode. So you can go to freelancejumpstart.tv slash 54 because this is episode 54 and you can check those out. Really, just to sum everything up, this was a great conference and a great experience. I've never seen a conference build an online community to where we all know each other so that when we show up, nobody's a stranger. Nobody felt awkward. We just saw people's names and we said, oh, hey, look, you know, Charlie. Oh, Garrett, I know you guys. So that is very rare and unique. And I've paid for tons of other conferences. I've paid more money for other conferences, but this was the most intentional and thoughtful conference that I have ever been to. You know, not only that, but I appreciate the fact that they fed us. You know, I've paid $2,000 for a conference ticket and not gotten any food. As you can tell, food for me ranks very high in how I uh, rank an overall conference. But honestly, this is a great conference to check out. Right now, I feel like this conference is a little known secret because it was the first of its kind and it was the first year for it. But I already signed up for the next year. So I definitely would suggest checking out uh, the Sean West Conference. The link is right here. You know, see if it's something that you want to check out. You know, I would say it's worth it, but it was worth it because I was already a part of the community and the conference was the real life actualization of that community. So thank you again for checking out this episode. Greatly appreciate it. Um, if you like anything I said, give me a thumbs up. If you're listening on the podcast, feel free to give me a review and I will catch you in the next one. See you.